Welcome back, boxing fans. Combat Talk Radio, found at combattalkradio.net. My name is Leister. I'm your host. We have a stacked weekend of boxing that I want to crash course through simply because coffee's waiting on me here. First up, the big fight happening in Liverpool in the UK at the MS Bank Arena. 10 rounds of welterweight women's action broadcast on ESPN Plus in the US, Sky Sports in the UK. Natasha Jonas fighting Michaela Mayer. Uh, great fight. Fantastic fight. Always. It's a fantastic fight. Big fan of both women. Uh, this is worth your time to watch the fight. Natasha Jonas is slightly older, but skill cannot be dismissed of her. She's she's just quality. And Michaela may have just the one loss, but it was close. You're going to see a quality fight on that one. If you don't get a chance to see any other fight, and I know some people don't like women's action. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a good fight. For for this event, it's going to be a good fight. I'm, I'm going to anticipate that there may actually be a ref stoppage on this one. And I say that because... When I look at the when I look at the totality of their of their fights on the backs, Natasha Jonas can get you out of there. So it's not like she goes for it. She sees opportunities and she gets it when she gets it. I'm not saying she definitively gets it. I'm saying that when she sees an opportunity, she goes after it. And it wouldn't surprise me to see a ref stoppage on this event. I'm gonna lean slightly towards Mayor this time though, only because I think Mayor's got something to prove. She's coming off a win streak. She's got her confidence back, and we gotta see where it goes. But Jonas is not to be dismissed. It's hard to bank on this one as far as wage. It's pretty even down on online. People don't know exactly what to think. They, they figure if there's going to be a knockout, it's going to be Jonas. Largely, they expect that it's a 50-50 fight, and I would agree with that. I would agree it's a 50-50 fight. The one thing that leans strongly in Mayer's advantage is the height. It cannot be dismissed, the significant height advantage that Mayer has. Now, if Mayer fights smart and she fights to her height advantage, it's going to be a hell of a of a night for Natasha Jonas. And I'm cheering both women for doing what they need to do. They're both celebrated. They're both quality. So let's see where this all goes under pool, uh, under card, rather that same event, 10 rounds at super middleweight action, Aaron McKenna fighting Mickey Ellison. Uh, and of course, no M- McKenna quality kid. And I, I hadn't heard of Ellison. I did some research. He's been in the game quite a long time. The reason I hadn't heard of him is because he mostly fights regional. He's coming off a significant loss streak. It feels like a mismatch, frankly. I'm not going to waste my time watching the fight. And it's too bad because McKenna, again, is a quality kid. But obviously, he needs a little bit more fight experience. So I'll call it for what it is. Same undercard, 12 rounds at super middleweight action. Jack Cullen makes his return against Zach Shelley. Of course, Cullen, I'm a fan. I've talked about him on a couple of occasions. He's he's had a rough time of it. He got a stoppage just most recently. But I don't think he's all back there. I, I think something's off with him. And I'm concerned Now this is for some uh, regional titles, super middleweight titles, but I'm really concerned with him. I'm going to lean Shelly if only because, again, it feels like Cullen, you know, Cullen's lost a little bit of the steam. Uh, he came off two, there was two knockout losses before his recent win. So I'm really concerned based on what I saw there. Now we're going to switch over to Japan, Osaka at the Adion Arena, 12 rounds at junior flyweight action. And I do know that some people don't like the young guys. I'm going to talk about it. This is happening on Tuesday because there may be some people that are smart enough to watch the little guys. Because so I think it's, this is definitely worth your time. Kenshiro Taraji makes his return against Carlos, Carlos Canizales. Really great fight. Love both dudes. Both exciting fighters in the ring. Quality, skill. You, they're evenly matched. Like, this is an even match fight. It's not like that other garbage where it's like a blatant mismatch. This is an evenly matched fight. Age roughly the same. Height roughly the same. Height, reach roughly the same. Both orthodox. Uh, you know, Taraji's coming off a four-fight win streak, whereas Canizales got knocked out prior to this, and then the reason the recent fight he had, 
he won it on a on a on a technical. So I'm I'm concerned because he's rebuilding, but it's evenly matched otherwise. Skill wise, numbers, years in the business, your power, it's otherwise evenly matched. And don't just because he got knocked out a fight before, don't dismiss Gonzalez. He's quality. I'm telling you. I would call this one a 50-50. Most people online say Taraji blows the guy out. If he does, he's going up the ranks, you know, just like Inouye has gone up the ranks. But I think Kanazadis is going to be there. I think he's going to work hard. He's going to show something. And he'll hopefully, hopefully quiet down the haters. Because, again, both for quality and it's a well-matched fight. Undercard of that same event, 12 rounds at flyweight action. Artem Delakian fighting Sego Yuriakui. Really good fight. I hadn't heard of Akwe. I had to do a little research. Eh, decent kid. He's a boxer. Skill. He's got skill. He's got talent. Hasn't been in the game that long. I think he debuted in 2014. So he hasn't been in that long. Uh, whereas Delakian, he's been in since 2011. Win streak like crazy. Undefeated. Just power. Just dominant. He comes in and he'll he'll take you out if he needs to. Or he'll box you if he needs to. Really like both. I like both, honestly. But I don't see that... Akwe has anything for Delakian. Frankly, I think Delakian deals with him, and I think it's probably by stoppage, probably in the middle rounds is my guess. Undercard of that same event, eight rounds of super bantamweight action, Luis Robles Pacheco fighting Tenshin Nasakawa. Tenshin Nasakawa most was known for the exhibition he did against Floyd Mayweather. He then, because he's a kickboxer, and he jumped into boxing after Floyd embarrassed him. He jumped into boxing. He's on a two-fight win streak, so he's already had two fights under the belt. He's skilled. So don't get it twisted. What The way Floyd made him look is because Floyd was significantly larger than the dude, significantly stronger than the dude, and he hadn't had any raw boxing experience. He's building that experience, and he's been looking good so far. This is a good step-up test for Nasakawa because Luis Pacheco is no slouch. Luis Pacheco's young. Luis Pacheco is a boxer. He doesn't have significant power, so it's not the same style of match as you saw with Floyd. This is actually matched well, even though... The level of experience is nowhere close. Nasakawa has significant experience in the kickboxing era, so he knows what it is in terms of stand-up game. I'm saying in a straight boxing match where the rules are just what it is, he's still raw. He's still young. But Nasakawa's a southpaw. Other than that, they're even matched as far as height, reach, advantage. There's no advantage on height, reach. Southpaw is going to play in Nasakawa, but Nasakawa, if he can take out Luis Pacheco, that's a huge win for him. Most people online feel like Nasakawa is going to deal with Pacheco. Listen, it's not going to be easy for Nasakawa. I'm not straight. It's not going to be easy for, I don't see it's going to be easy for him. And if he does make it easy, we got to start acknowledging the dude. Cause I don't think it's going to be easy for him to deal with Luis Pacheco just because of skill and experience and rounds in the books, unless Pacheco takes a dive, which I don't see. Now we're going to switch to Canada, Montreal casino, 10 rounds at super middleweight action. Eric Bazinian fighting Billy Godoy. I had not heard of Godoy. I heard of Bazini. I hadn't seen much of him. He's Ironically, he's undefeated. He debuted in 2013, so he's had a lot of fights. I just hadn't heard of him. Seems like he only fights regional. Undefeated, he's not impressive to me. He's got power, but he just doesn't impress me that much. Uh, whereas Godoy, I had never heard of the guy, watched some footage, completely was not impressed. This feels like a blatant mismatch, to be, to be honest with you. Feels like a mismatch to me. To make Bazinia look, you know, padded record type of deal. I'm I'm disappointed in the fight, as it were. Ten rounds at light heavyweight action, same undercard. This is all ESPN Plus in the U.S. I don't know where it's broadcast internationally if you wanted to be checking these out. Albert Ramirez fighting Arthur uh, Zhenov. 
I had not heard of Zhidanov, Zhidanov, sorry. I had not heard of him before. Apparently, he's regional as well. Ramirez, I am aware of. Ramirez is undefeated. Both power punchers. This one's matched really well. Height, reach. Uh, Ramirez is the southpaw to play in. Uh, experience is basically the same. So this, I think, will be a good fight for as long as it lasts. It's light heavyweight action, so I do expect somewhat of a knockout in this one, probably by ref stoppage. Most online think it's going to be uh, a decision, but I I see that there could be a, a stoppage on this one just because of the guys that are involved. And just, just to kind of put some preface around what's going on here, this is a late replay. So what was happening is, is that Ramirez is going to be fighting Charles Foster, and this is a co-main. That changed because Foster got injured at the training camp, so then Jotunov got stepped in. And when you get those late replaces, you know, weird shit happens. So that is what it is. Now we're going to switch out to the Philippines at Cebu City at the New Star Resort and Casino. 12 rounds at junior flyweight action. Christian Araneta fighting Arvin Magramo. Had not heard of either guy, and that's because they're mostly regional. Both, I looked at the numbers. They're roughly the same. Both southpaws expect a headbutt, at least one of them. Was not impressed with, with general, you know, they haven't had a lot of losses, but I haven't been impressed with performance. But I think it's going to be an energy level fight if you like the smaller guys. So it's worth checking it if you like the, energy of the smaller guys i don't want to call it because i don't want to do any disservice to either guy the last one we see same event 12 rounds of bandweight action it doesn't show these are televised so i can't tell you what network so i'm assuming that it's local regional only and we may only see you know outcomes after the fact but uh Froyland salazar fighting keta curiara never heard of either guy uh not impressed with the records not impressed with the numbers is matched even they're both uh not well you know they're both on rebounds but they're not good. So that's what I see on deck. And again, I want to recircle back, just to talk about what's happening in the news. Quote unquote, the Saudis are really excited to stage more heavyweight fights. Uh, His Excellency came out and basically put a challenge to Frank Warren uh, and Eddie Hearn to basically say, we want to do a five on five and the five on five is signed. There's a deal to do that. They're going to take their best uh, heavyweights. Some are, I think it's mostly heavyweights. There could be a mix, but I think it's mostly heavyweights five on five to take place in Saudi Arabia uh, somewhere in, you know, somewhere in the near future. This will be exciting for just because it's, you know, the Saudis are trying to reignite the sport of boxing. It's not going to last long-term, but it's good to see these kinds of tournament type things, these kind of competitive things, because that's how you get the fighters to show up. We haven't had this in a while. Like it's like the super six and the super fly, those kinds of events, they drum up interest in boxing. We haven't had them in a while. It's good to see something get done that hasn't been done in a long time and i hope that turns into something longer bigger that we see more of those kinds of things because i think it's what's missing arguably in the business is let's get more competitive spirit on this uh, instead of what we've been doing that's all i got for you boxing fans i'm probably not gonna be able to check these fights out but i will be checking out the uh the aftermath once it's all wrapped up